the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Yes, and everybody, welcome to a Monday edition of Texans All Access. I am your host, John Harris, football analyst, a sideline reporter, and I'm in my crib still, but, but, we are moving ever so closely to being in our cribs talking football. We're 11 days away from training camp live. You're going to, you will, or training camp today. You will not want to miss that. August 14th. That's the day we have circled, and you will hear my voice. You will also hear the voice of the Texans. He's done it every single year since the inception of the franchise, but it really turned a corner in 2014. When the two of us got together, he joins me now. <laughs> Mark Vandermeer, how are you doing, my friend? That's when we turned the corner, Johnny. That's when we turned the corner. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's that was the year. Happened. I'll tell you what. Um, what uh, my radio platform's coming into shape. My radio platform. Yeah. It's mine. All mine. I'm not gonna, I can't be up there. You're not allowed to be up there. Sorry. You're, di- you're a different tier than me. Uh, but you'll be on the field. It'll be kind of like a broadcast position, yeah. you know. And yeah. I figure I can invite anybody up there. You know, I'll have the whole family. <laughs> I'll have, like, distant cousins up. To- no, I really won't. I and they can be socially that. distanced. That thing is that big. I'll tell you what. I was getting it's um, massive. I was getting Greenbrier flashbacks looking at that thing today, overlooking the practice field. So yeah. I'll tweet out a picture of it tomorrow. The latest picture of it. The Vander Bryant Tower, named in honor of Bear Bryant's Tower. It's going to be cool. We'll, we'll be able to do our shows from up there. And, look, I was there today, and there were guys on the field conditioning. You know, they're doing conditioning. Mm-hmm. They're they're weightlifting. They're doing it in waves. You know, they, they yeah. do it in platoons because yeah. they don't want to get all 80, 90 guys, well, 80 guys together. Uh, so that's how they're handling their business right now, which is smart. And so far, I've not seen a positive, right? No reported positives out of the Houston Texans camp. I, I have not seen any. I don't know that I've seen the transaction listing for today. I do know that there were two positives of two quarterbacks. We'll talk about that later. But not Texans. But no Texans. Yeah. Two quarterbacks the Texans are due to face in three of the How 16 games. And that? a head coach. Now, I heard Sean and Seth say this morning, oh, he's the first head coach. Uh, not quite. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Sean Payton mm-hmm. had the COVID back. He had it early. I think like April, maybe. Yeah, I think there April, was April, March. There I was mean, a. Um, there it ran rampant in New Orleans in around late March or early April, sometime probably two three weeks after Mardi Gras, and that's when New Orleans got hit really really hard with it. And I, not to say that Sean Payton went out of Mardi Gras, but that I just remember the timing of that, and so. He, he got over it and uh, has been back at work, um, and hopefully Doug Peterson will do the same. He's asymptomatic. Um, we'll talk about the COVID part of this. I wanted to keep the first two sections or two segments of the show not talking about COVID, not talking about it, at least until the third segment, because it does impact on the field, potentially. Eh, it's going to be down the road a little bit because the Texans won't play the two teams who the quarterbacks are impacted until, I think, late October, if I remember correctly. 
So we'll talk about that later. But we have got plenty to get to. In our next segment, we will do some over-unders. And, Mark, I've been working on these for a little while. I got a few. I think I've got a few good ones for you. You're going to have to do a little math, and you're going to have to project and forecast a little bit. But I think I've got some good ones for you. I tried to, get, I tried to be a little different than what we've had before, so hopefully uh, you like the over-unders that I will be putting in front of you. But, Mark, we had the opportunity this weekend – on a Saturday, after I got tested for the 19,000th day in a row, was able to come back, and we had the opportunity to listen to both Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt pressers with the Houston media, and I think there was probably some national media on the call as well. So, Mark, whenever that happens, you know what we like to do. Texans audio jukebox. Oh, yeah. So let's go. Okay, we're going to start. With obviously the the one you heard the promo before the show started about Deshaun Watson's contract. Mm-hmm. Here is Deshaun talking about Patrick Mahomes' contract, which was signed a few weeks ago, ten years, five hundred million dollars, five hundred three million, half a billion, et cetera. You dive a little deeper into it; it's maybe not quite just that. But I think Pat's gonna make all that money either way. Deshaun was asked, and we knew this was going to happen. Let's hear Deshaun talk about what happened for Patrick Mahomes, his friendly competitor. Uh, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome for him to be able to, you know, achieve, you know, something so big um, and, and get what he deserved. Um, I actually tested him that day when he, when the news came out and he tested right back. You know, the friendship and the, the bond that we have is, has been, you know, great ever since, you know, high school from the Elite 11 to college, all that, all that. So, um, you know, that, that, that was definitely dope. And, you know, my rep- representation and uh, the organization has definitely been talking. But, you know, timing is everything. Right now I'm just focused on football and on my team and, and building this chemistry and building this offense and, you know, getting everyone, you know, making sure we're staying safe. But at the same time, trying to speed up the process to getting on the same page, you know, so we can be ready for September 10th. So that's my main focus. You know, I have an agent that's going to, you know, take care of that. But that's not my main focus right now. My main focus is staying healthy and making sure this team is ready to play. I like to see the focus, obviously, and I know that's got to be hard, Mark. To you, I mean, you see, you see Patrick Mahomes, half a billion dollars, and obviously you can read into the contract, whatever it is. But when you see that number of what the contract could be and what it more than likely is going to be for Patrick Mahomes for the next uh, what twelve years, I I can imagine you're sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, I'm holding a lottery ticket, basically." It's just a matter of when do I cash that thing in. And, oh, by the way, I've also got to try and navigate the new football season of which I am the face of the franchise. There's a lot going on on his plate, Mark. There's no question about it. But the one other aspect I took out of that is these two will be compared because they were in the same draft and because they're in the same conference. So they're now going to be meeting up in regular season and hopefully in the playoffs. They'll be two times a year. It's not quite obviously at the Brady Manning status in stage, but it is going to be fun to see these two go at it for a while, throw Lamar Jackson in there, and all of a sudden you've got a you know kind of round robin with the three top quarterbacks, three of the top quarterbacks in the league going at one another. It's going to be kind of fun. But what do you think about what he had to say about Patrick's contract? Well, look, he's happy for him, obviously. I think with the contracts, there's a different style maybe that Watson has reportedly been looking for, style of deal, maybe shorter mm-hmm. – 
Uh, the Texans are in a different cap situation. Maybe they can do more up front. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe he doesn't want it. Maybe Who knows? I mean, yeah. uh, the negotiations, you don't know what people are saying behind closed doors. And I think that clearly he's happy for Patrick Mahomes. How can he not be? Because it only inflates your value. Everybody in the league should have said, thank you so much, Patrick. Now, some agents criticized it because they thought he didn't get enough up front. The guarantee is too low for what the total deal is, even though the guarantee on Mahomes' deal is a reported $140 million. Uh, Mm -hmm. But a lot of people think that's not a high enough percentage of the entire deal. Whatever it is, look, uh, Watson's going to get signed at some point. Uh, Could be in 10 minutes, could be next year. We don't know. And we hope it's soon because you want to have that certainty that he's going to be here. I mean, I feel very certain and confident. I was actually a little more worried, for lack of a better word, about Larry May's deal uh, than than Deshaun Watson getting a deal uh, or or that agreement coming to fruition. And, you know, clearly that was uh, unfounded. I mean, Larry May's here for a long time, and let's get Watson here for a long time. Here's Deshaun on the urgency of getting the deal done. Um, like I said, the football is my main focus. Uh, my agent knows the the time, the time limit, and, and and things like that. My biggest thing, like I've always been wanting to do since I was a little kid, is just play football, win championship, win games, and compete. So, uh, like I said before, that my agent is is taking care of that, um, and that's you know with them, with him and the organization. My like you said, like I said, my main focus is being the quarterback and the leader of this team, and making sure we're ready for September 10th. You take care of the process, the results will come your way. And that's exactly what he just said there. And that is, I focus on football. I focus on winning games and championships and leading this team. Those are the things he can control. The rest will take care of itself because he'll put up yards. He'll put up stats. He'll put up wins. He'll put up playoff wins and potentially a championship. And then all the contract stuff works itself out. And at some point, every player sort of bets on himself. I mean, Joe Flacco did that back in 2012. He went into the 2012 season. That was the fifth year of his rookie deal and didn't sign a long-term deal and bet on himself, went and won a championship. And before you know it, he's banking uh, God knows how much money. And it really didn't pan out for him in Baltimore after that. But he played it right. Timing is everything. And it really worked out. But Deshaun... Saying, look, I, I just I just take care of the things I can take care of. I play ball. Uh, I do what I need to do. I lead this team. There's a lot on his plate already, but that's the process part. The results will follow. Um, but, Mark, he's got some help along with him. Here's Deshaun on working with his new weapons. Yeah, I've worked out with him a couple of times over the summer. We've kind of been making sure that we're, you know, picking the right time to work out and doing the right things and taking the precautions that we need to make sure that everyone is staying safe. You know, they have, you know, everyone have a family, you know, they have kids and a wife. And so, you know, making sure that they're staying safe, that the wife and the kids are, you know, making sure that they're on the same page of what we're doing and what we're working out and who we've been around and checking temperature and things like that, staying sanitized. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been good the times we've been working out, but it's also been difficult and kind of, you know, nerve wracking because we haven't been able to work out as much as, you know, we wanted to. But uh, at the same time, you know, we've been FaceTime texting, doing a lot of mental work. So whenever they came in, uh, they were ready and prepared. You know, one of the things, uh, two, two things, Mark. Number one, speaking of sanitization, did you see the Broncos going on the practice field today? No. When they leave their building. When they leave their building, they go underneath what looks like almost like a security, um, little, like a security gate 
you know, mm-hmm. and essentially there's a spray coming down. Oh boy! From the top of the you know the top of the thing coming mm-hmm. down on them as they go. So it's kind of like. You know, when you watch, uh, you know, the donuts at Krispy Kreme and the donuts go around and there's just like this, you know, this uh, flow of, yeah, this glaze that comes Saying down. They're, the glazing, they're glazing yeah. the players, John. Yeah, they're glazing the players. They're sanitizing the players. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but the other aspect of it is he's got some new weapons. David Johnson comes in. Uh, you know, Randall Cobb comes in. Now, those two don't have knowledge of the offense, but they're vets and they've been around. Brandon Cooks albeit has been with different teams, but one of his stops was in New England. He's at least heard this verbiage. He's yeah. at least heard this offense. Now, it might be a little different of what they did in New England with Tom Brady uh, in 2017 versus what they do with Deshaun. But I would imagine, as we've talked with Bill over the years, it, when they had to indoctrinate somebody, they would give them the basics. I would imagine Brandon Cooks knows the basics and then some. And then, okay, here are a couple of the wrinkles that they have just for an offense led by Deshaun as opposed to one led by Tom Brady. But at least you have that to you have that in common that Brandon's at least heard it so he can hit the ground running when he just learns the little nuances of things working with Deshaun as opposed to a guy like Tom Brady or Drew Brees. I'll put it this way. We were talking about Cooks, and he talked about Cooks playing with uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Jared Goff. And then you have Cobb with Aaron Rodgers for all those years, and then Dak Prescott. And then you have David Johnson, who spent a little time with Kyler Murray last year, which is, okay, he was a rookie. But the other guys, look, these guys are total pros. They're going to hit the ground running. They're going to be fine. They're going to pick up everything they need to pick up. Uh, They fit all the characteristics of the type of player the Texans are looking for. Plus, they're ballers. They can play. I mean, they have the mental part and they have the physical part. They're ready to go. Just got to stay healthy. Got to stay healthy from COVID and from injury. And let's see what happens. Speaking of staying healthy, a guy that is not new to the Texans but does need to stay healthy is Will Fuller the fifth. Sean was asked about the expectations for the fifth-year wide receiver from Notre Dame. Uh, Will's going to ball out. I mean, Will's going to be one of the best receivers in the league. So, you know, he's he's came back uh, a lot stronger, a lot faster. Um, I mean, he was really, really, really good, very confident in himself and what he did over the offseason. I'm very confident in what he can do. And um, I mean, we all are as, a, as an organization, as a, as a team. So um, there's no doubt that Will can, you know, take that role and, and do, you know, great things with it. Mark, I will admit, even though I, I, I mean, I love DeAndre Hopkins and loved watching him play, when Will Fuller was on the field, healthy it was really hard to take your eyes off him i mean that's a great really point. hard that's a great really point you hard. know hopkins is was so much fun to watch uh but you're right when will fuller is on the field he is a football head turner right he's yep. one of those guys he's got on-field charisma which means he's making a ton of plays and he's just fun to watch operate as he got more proficient in route running and just being an all-around receiver, not just a guy known to be a burner, he really proved us, well, not us so much, but proved a lot of people wrong when he developed his hands better and all the other stuff. This is cool. And I got to tip the cap to you pointing out that he looked beefed up, bulked up when you saw him, I think, last week. And then 
Uh, I told Vanderkid this, and he said, Dad, just go to his Instagram page. Okay? <laughs> and that's what I did. And, oh, my gosh, yeah. you can see it on his Instagram yeah. page. He posts workout pictures, and I linked to it on the Vandermeer's View that uh, just posted this weekend. Uh, Will's going to be fun to watch. He's always fun to watch. He's going to be really fun to watch this year. And, again, you know, we always you know have the disclaimer about staying healthy, but, man, this could be good. Yeah, it really could be. And, obviously, Will's a vet. Brandon Cook's a vet. They got a lot of vets in that, in that receiving room. There is a rookie in the receiving room, but throughout the team, with everything that has gone on, the vets have really got to step forth and give those rookies, I mean, give them as much as they've got. Look, they weren't there for OTAs. They got a condensed period in which they uh, can really work with the rookies before they get to the actual practices of training camps. This is going to be a period in which – the rookies are going to have to rely on the vets. And here's Deshaun talking about the impact the vets can have on the first-year players. Uh, it's definitely big, especially the rookies. That's going to, you know, play a big role in, you know, helping this team win games and making sure we all bring them, bring them along. And I feel like this, this team that we have, since I've been in this organization, is the most veterans we had played a lot of football. So a lot of rookies get to see a lot of different people, especially in different positions. You know, being the quarterback, it's kind of hard to be able to touch rookies on defense, you know, receivers, O-line. But we have a lot of guys that played a lot of football that they can look up to them and, and watch them and, and take a lot of them out of you know, whenever they time come in so they can perform. Now, this past offseason, we were at the Combine, and Bill O'Brien, before he went to the podium, had a session with the Houston media that were there and, I happen to be standing right behind the general, John McClain, when Bill O'Brien said, yep, this year Tim Kelly's going to call plays. And I thought I was going to have to catch McClain as he fainted. And that, <laughs> that would not have gone well for either one of us. But Tim Kelly obviously has been a talking point all offseason because this will be his first year calling plays. But at least last year as the offensive coordinator, Tim and Deshaun met a lot about what they wanted this offense to be. Bill O'Brien then called the plays. Well, this year when Tim and Deshaun meet, It'll be Tim calling the plays, and Deshaun talked about Tim Kelly and Deshaun having that time and more more time to meet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of freedom with, with Coach O'Brien, too. He gave me a lot of freedom. We talked a lot of times, but being the head coach in the OC, you know, there were times where, you know, we were, you know, couldn't meet as much as, as we wanted to. Um, but I feel like with Tim, you know, I get to see Tim. That's the only person that I'll meet with uh, besides, you know, TJ Yates. So, being able to have that, you know, everyday conversation, every meeting conversation with him and being on the same page and seeing eye to eye um, definitely is going to, you know, take us a long way. But, uh, you know, Tim has been doing a great job of, you know, putting together, you know, different, you know, game plans and scripts and making sure that I'm prepared in each and every game. And I can tell that he's, you know, want to take that to a whole other level. So, you know, with us, you know, starting camp, and, you know, the meetings and the conversation and the leeway he's just throwing out there and whenever we step on the field has been great. Johnny, let me ask you a question. Okay. Is O'Brien going to have the menu with him on the sideline, even though he's not calling plays? Well, think of your favorite restaurant. If you've gone – I mean, think of your favorite restaurant. Do you not know the menu already? I mean, you have it there. Uh, look, I'm a guy, and I think every guy listening right now, when you go out – with your date, with your bride, if assuming you've been out with her a bunch, you know, a long-time relationship, mm -hmm. your wife, whatever. I mean, how many of us really look at the menu at, at a place that we've been to a few times? We don't, right? We're going to get right. what we want. It's the old cliche. We can order the meal in 12 seconds or less. 
they want to know, does this come with that? How is the sauce? Is it thick? Is it thin? <laughs> uh, can I get that on the side? You know how it is. All right, yeah. so I just thought I'd go there for a moment. Well, yeah, and the, the, my point in that is when, when, I was, uh, when I was coaching many, many, many years ago, I would, the day before the game, I would sit down and I would do my entire play card, and it would take me like two to two and a half hours, and I would write it all out. I would write it all out. I would highlight certain things. I would categorize it uh, in certain ways. And what ended up happening was as I was writing it and I was going through it, it basically got stuck in my head. So I hardly ever looked at my play card because I knew it already after having spent all that time during the week working on it and then writing it all down. My point in that is Bill will probably have it in his hands, and he'll, he'll probably know it's there, and he might look at it in between series with Tim every now and again. Well, my guess is this is Tim's opportunity to shine. That's just my gut feeling, is that this is his opportunity to shine, and Bill's going to interject when he feels like he needs to. But like when Goose is calling plays, George Gotze, you know, George called the plays. And obviously Bill would have some input into those things, but Bill trusted George, and I think Bill trusts Tim and I think to to George's dismay, he did not have Deshaun Watson. Tim Kelly does. Uh, and I think that was important for those two. But when he announced that during the combat, I remember thinking as we were walking back to the podium to then hear Bill after that, I remember thinking, this is a good thing. I actually was I was I was happy because I feel like that just alleviates one thing. It takes one thing off of Bill's plate. And I think Tim is going to be an excellent play caller when it's all said and done. And look, there might be some hiccups early on, but once they get on the same page with one another, I think this is going to end up being um, a really good thing for both Tim Kelly, Deshaun Watson, and this entire offense. Excellent points. I mean, I, I can't wait to see the whole thing in action. And Watson just said it in the cut right there, you know, that they didn't always have time to meet as much as maybe was wanted. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much to read into that, but clearly there are a whole lot of things you got to worry about as the head coach of a football team. Yes. So uh, maybe this is really going to help. We'll see. Uh, yeah, but you're right. Absolutely. Working with Watson, I mean, who's not going to love that? Now, a little bit later after Deshaun finished, J.J. Watt strode to the podium or actually maybe just walked in and sat down in front of a Zoom camera because that's how we do interviews now. So let's hear what J.J. had to say, and we'll do some over-unders next right here on Texans All Access. Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our picks for six? <laughs> 
It's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. July's Houston Texans Star of Courage Award, presented by Apache, will be presented to Houston Fire Department firefighter and EMT Joshua Templeton. For the past seven years, Templeton has gone above and beyond to serve the Houston community. During Hurricane Harvey, he went door by door on a boat for three days straight, helping and rescuing those in need. And he has continued to dedicate his life to serving the Houston community and ensuring everyone's safety during this challenging time. The Houston Texans and Apache would congratulate him for being our July Star of Courage. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com community. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. I'm Cynthia Nunez-Colbert, President and CEO of Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. This is our story. Prior to February, Catholic Charities was doing our normal business. I could tell you, every day I know, we make a difference. But then came March. We were wondering how we'd make it. We had to look carefully at our budget, at our resources, and thankfully applied for a PPP loan. I'll tell you, it's made all the difference. Thank you, Amogee Bank. Amogee Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Listen up. Here's the lowdown on the Texans training camp schedule. In the first couple of weeks here will be a lot of strength and conditioning, and then we'll progress into an OTA-type mode. And then I'd say the first day in full pads would be August 14th, and that's when we'll start what we always call real football. Ah, two words we've been waiting on for months. Yeah, baby! That's what I've been waiting for! Real football. It's beautiful. 
Set your calendars for Friday, August 14th. Practice reports are coming soon. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Don't miss an episode of our Texans podcasts. Subscribe on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher to get the latest sent right to your phone. Absolutely get those podcasts. Tomorrow, Drew Doherty and I will have our In the Lab podcast. We do that weekly. Mark Vandermeer, the voice of the Texans, head on ESPN's Mike Corey. He, um, I, I love hearing Mark. He's on the other end, isn't he? He's on yeah, the other yeah. end. All right. I'm here. Shh, shh. Uh, I love listening to Mark Vandermeer when he's talking with other broadcasters because they share the love of broadcasting. All right, bring you back in. You didn't really hear that, did you? Didn't hear it. Okay, good. All right, excellent. Wasn't now, listening. I know, I know what you did hear on Saturday, and that was Deshaun Watson. Well, we just played some of Deshaun Watson's cuts. So let's keep the Texas Audio Jukebox going for Justin James Watt, who also met with the media a short time after Deshaun got done with us. J.J. walked in, and... Of course, quarantine has changed pretty much everything for everybody in sports. JJ talked about how the quarantine has actually helped his workouts a little bit. Um, I would say not specifically to COVID for my own personal risk, but I would say that the quarantine situation has given me literally nothing to do but work out every day. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing else you can do. You can't go out. You can't go to the movies. You can't go to eat. Um, so the workout program for me this offseason has been awesome because I've had a full off season to do my workouts exactly how I need to do them. I've been able to focus on my nutrition every single day. Uh, I've counted every single calorie the whole way. Um, basically tried to fully transform my body from the beginning of the off season until now. Um, and it truly has been one of the best off seasons from a workout standpoint that I've ever had. And I'm very, very pleased about it. Um, I mean, my body feels as good as, as it's felt since probably 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. So I'm really looking forward to getting into camp. Uh, and just getting to work. Mark, when you heard that, I i mean, just listen to J.J. as he started the press conference, and I don't know where that cut fell in the list of, of his discussion points, but when he said his body felt as good as it had in 14 and 15, Defensive I know that caught, of the year. it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, yep. that's tremendous news. Now, I know in 2018 – he had come back, obviously, off the two years of, of uh, injury. Uh, in 16, he had the core issue and then the back. And then he had, in 2017, the uh, leg injury. And then he came back in 2018. And he was, you know, when you come off an injury and you rehab that injury, I don't know that you ever feel like you're at 100%. And last year was a little different with the injury. He had a pec injury. And actually, he was able to come back and play in the two playoff games. But when he said... My body feels as good as 14 or 15. I kind of sat up in my chair and went, oh, okay, all right. This is what we we wanted to hear. And obviously, look, I mean, it takes one play, as we found out in the Kansas City game. It just takes one play. He was in great shape in 2017, and it can just take one play. That's all it takes. I mean, obviously, last year, the pec injury is the same thing. But to hear that he was and his body has felt as good as it did in 14 or 15, that was good to hear. Well, it's year 10, Johnny, and it doesn't last forever, and he knows that. I remember interviewing him in year five, and I said, 
look, you're going to play for a long time, but, you know, here you are in year five. I mean, how does that feel? It's, you know, it, it, you're halfway through a decade. And he said, yeah, I'm starting to think about that. You know, and he was thinking about it then because you know, he's a very aware person, as we all know. Life plan, as Sean Cody and Connor Barwin once told me when he was a rookie. Uh, so here is Watt year 10. He knows that it can't go on forever. He wants to have a huge season, and he always does. Uh, but you just feel that there's something special on the horizon here with him uh, after a tremendous offseason of, of working out. Now we have football to play, though, so it's a little bit different. We all know that. Just got to find a way to get through it. You know, every team, by the way, I know people think it's a broken record. Kids, a record was something you spun on a turntable, played music, whatever, and sometimes it would scratch and uh, the repeat itself. But I know it's a broken record to some, you know, by saying a guy's got to stay healthy. Uh, but Watt's certainly in that category, too. I mean, everybody does. But Watt's certainly in that category, too, because three of the last four years, he's had this season-ending injury. Last year, he came back for the postseason, as we all know. So he'll be the first one to tell you that is paramount. Uh, so you know he devoted his entire offseason to doing whatever he could to try to assure that as much as possible. And those pesky OTAs at minicamps that would get in the way, seemingly, did not get in the way. So he had more time to rebuild his body, and he yeah. talked about rebuilding his body with his trainer, Ben Fairchild, this offseason. Ben's been incredible. Ben's done a great job. Uh, he's been part of the transformation that fully, you know, we sat down in January and we talked about the goals for the offseason. And the goal was to completely rebuild my body from the ground up, um, to break it all the way down, to learn what we need to do, what we need to change, how we need to change a training program. And uh, we rebuilt it from the very simplest steps in the foundation all the way up to where we are today. Um, and he's done an incredible job, and I'm, I'm fortunate to have him as a good trainer. And the, the yeah. staff here has done a good job, too. Mike Eubanks has done a great job uh, implementing things from here forward. So I'm really looking forward to this season. Johnny, does this mean that Watt became this sort of 100-pound person? Like, he, he thinned out? Because like, when he says he rebuilt it from the ground up, uh, you know, I'm having images of like Watt becoming this really skinny dude, like me maybe. You know, and then building it all the way back. He doesn't. He doesn't mean that, does he? No, I don't think he took it to, oh, okay. to that level. Basically, what it feels like is he has like a forty thousand square foot mansion, mm -hmm. and they just moved everything out of the mansion, and then they kind of repainted, fixed up some things, and kind of put it all back in. It's like, oh man, this looks better than new look at this new paint new new spindles new handles on all the doors oh they put some subway top it's like that's what they did he's got a mm. mansion and they just went through every room and kind of just took it one room at a time and put it all back together and now hopefully he's ready to go so yeah i don't think he went down to a 100 pound weakling and then got mm -hmm. it back up to 290 but i don't know i've seen him i saw him today actually when i went up to go do my uh my COVID testing and he was coming in shortly after I did and I just you know I see him and I've you know I've seen him in the building since 2014 he don't look any different than 2014 you know what I mean mm -hmm. he looks he looks he just looks the same so I it's you know it's hard to tell but then you just you know proofs in the pudding when he gets out on the field and how long he can go the endurance and the strength for how long I mean that obviously ends up being the key beyond that well, beyond that it's or in addition to that, I should say, is having player, and, th and this is something that didn't come up, and I'm and I'm curious because the one thing that JJ over the years is known for doing is not coming off the field, not coming off the field, and he's talked about that in training camp. He's like, look, when I'm on, when I'm out and dressed, 
I want to be in the practice. So they came up with a plan for him last year in training camp, and that was if J.J.'s reps are going to be limited, then they just hold him out of practice. And I think that's a, that's a good way to go. Now, obviously, you can't do that in games, but there was a great plan going into the Buffalo game, and that was he's going to be used sporadically in the first half. And then when it came to nut-cutting time in the second half, and they really needed him, that's when he started up in his reps. And he had, he had the conditioning uh, at that point to be able to, to handle that in the second half. I don't know if you're going to do that every single game, but I think it's going to be paramount that guys step up to be able to give him rest so J.J. doesn't have to be on the field for 100% of the plays this year. And that, I think, along with his conditioning, will help him going forward 16 games plus playoffs. Boy, guys like that, I don't know how you take them out. You know, if you're a coach, you can't you can't take them out. And every coach has faced that. There was a – I've told the story. I don't know if I've told it on the air. But Ball State, when I was at Central Michigan, it was a good basketball program. Uh, eventually, Bonzi Wells would star for them. Yep. But earlier, they had a kid named Jamie Matthews, real good point guard. This team was winning the league almost every year back then. And the coach, uh, who was Dick Hunsaker, took over for Rick Majerus there – he would not start Jamie Matthews as point guard. And, you know, why wouldn't you start him? He said, because once he's in, I'm never taking him out. So I sub him in at the first media timeout, and then ha- he plays the rest of the game. And I thought that was pretty oh, funny because <laughs> he had no that's... self-control over <laughs> yeah, taking a star yeah. point guard out. It's kind of funny. That's amazing. Now, speaking mm-hmm. of point guards, obviously the Texans have a good one in quarterback Deshaun Watson. J.J. was asked, what does it mean to have Watson on your side? I mean, he means an opportunity to win every game. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a quarterback who uh, will keep you in every game, no matter what the situation, and know that you go into a game with a chance to win every single game you play. Uh, he's a great player. He can make anything happen on the field. He can get out of any tough situation. Uh, you never feel like you're out of a game when you have him at quarterback. Um, does a great job leading that offense. Does a great job um, going out there and putting points on the board. And so my job as a defensive player and the defensive leader of the team is to do whatever possible to give him the ball so that he can go do what he does. Um, we just want to keep points off the board and give for the ball. Well, That's of course, right. Watt loves give. he loves playing with him. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you got to. I mean, if you watch the any of the the highlights of the playoff game oh, yeah. and watched him JJ react with Deshaun, Deshaun with JJ, you, there's no question. I mean, but think about it, Mark. I mean, he went through a period uh, with. You know, Fitzy and Hoyer and Brock until, you know, Deshaun got there. Now, obviously, Shab was quarterback, you know, the first couple of years he was he was here. And then, obviously, things didn't go well at the end for Matt. And then kind of went through the journeyman stage. And all of a sudden, he can look out there and go, okay, Deshaun's got this. Offense has got this. This isn't going to fall back on the defense's lap. It's going to be the offense has got this. Um, but – the defense has to have learned something from that case he lost. And J.J. talked about what he and they have learned from that loss in the playoffs. I think not learning from that situation would be uh, naive of us. I think that you have to understand what happened in that situation. You have to let that situation fuel you and let that fire build within you, knowing how terrible that felt. So, yeah, we have to learn from it, grow from it, um, and be able to handle what comes next after that. So, no, I don't think that we're necessarily ignoring it or moving on from it. Um, we learn from it, and then we grow and build off of it. So that's our goal, and I do think that 
learning from a situation like that does get us closer to where we want to be in terms of our goals of winning a championship. All right, let me give you something that I learned when I went back and watched that game again, Mark. What did you learn? I learned that the defense cannot allow a quarterback to get out of contain and hope to keep 51 points off the board, especially when you play a guy like Patrick Mahomes. What mm-hmm. is – when I went back and watched it, yes, everybody's like, oh, man, the Chiefs, 51 straight points and, uh, you know, or 51 to 7, the run that they had. And obviously the first few came on short field off the Miko Hardman return. The fake punt was a short field. Um, the fumble and the kickoff was a short field. Sure, there's no doubt. But if you watch for the rest of the game, you realize Patrick Mahomes got out of the pocket often. And whether it was ducking up inside an edge rusher and then getting out, or whether it was just going around an edge rusher, either way, Patrick Mahomes made a lot of plays in that game getting out of the pocket. Containment. It's huge. It's absolutely massive. The Texans have too many players up front to allow that to happen. They should force quarterbacks to have to throw from the well with a guy hanging all over him all year long. And I don't care who's back there, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, doesn't matter. The pass rush in particular has got to be disciplined. And when J.J. is out for eight games, because of the way that he rushes the quarterback, and we've talked about this in previous years, the players sort of the rushers sort of feed off of him. J.J. kind of goes, and then people kind of react off of him. And that was kind of the M.O. And you could tell that wasn't kind of in full force the guys out on the field, then you ended up a couple guys in the same gap, and then Patrick just takes off. They've got to be more disciplined in the pass rush, and they've got to keep quarterbacks in the well and contain them. And if they do that, okay, if he beats you, he beats you at that point. But don't let him get out of the pocket and create to beat you. And maybe that think- day, maybe Mahomes does it that day regardless, but there's got to be more discipline about that one particular thing more than anything else they do all year is that contain the quarterback in the well, especially a guy like Mahomes. It applies to Jackson. It applies to Mahomes. It applies to Watson, too. How do you think Buffalo felt a a split second before Watson escaped for one of the great plays in the history of the franchise when he scrambled out to the right and hit Taiwan Jones? Right, I mean, Buffalo, they had him seeing contained, those, they just missed the tackle. Th- yeah, those guys coming off the edge, yeah. they were like, if you could just freeze time right there, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so good. We're about to force third and very long. Uh, we're going to get the ball back. We're going to have a chance to win this playoff game. Nope, sorry, game over. Watson. Yeah. I think, Johnny, with a, da- a dynamic mobile quarterback, I still think you got to come after him from all directions. You no know? doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I'm not saying I'm not saying hold back. I'm not yep. saying just kind of play patty cake up front because you're scared of a guy getting dead. out around you. No, you're dead. you have to attack, but you have to attack intelligently. Mm-hmm. That you have to be able to do. If you can attack intelligently, and that's going to be put on Anthony Waver to be able to do that. But if they're able to do that, then uh, they're going to have an opportunity, especially if JJ's healthy, because he's going to draw so much attention. And we saw that in those first eight games. He drew a ton of attention. Now, J.J., unfortunately, and the Texans' defense, unfortunately, in a game like Indianapolis, he was, you know, he was doing his job up front, but they had no secondary guys because they were all banged up. So, anyhow, it's all got to work together. Bill O'Brien says all time, rush and coverage, but containment of the quarterback is huge. All right, let's go around the league. We'll save our over-unders for later in the week. Let's go around the league. Antonio Brown's fate, I don't say seemingly sealed, but – 
uh, there's at least a decision made and COVID strikes quarterbacks and head coaches of the NFL. Talk about it all next right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. More Texans Radio is on the way. All right, listen up. Here's the lowdown on the Texans training camp schedule. In the first couple of weeks here will be a lot of strength and conditioning, and then we'll progress into an OTA-type mode. And then I'd say the first day in full pads would be August 14th, and that's when we'll start what we always call real football. Ah, two words we've been waiting on for months. Yeah, baby! That's what I've been waiting for! Real football. It's beautiful. Set your calendars for Friday, August 14th. Practice reports are coming soon. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our picks for six? (laughs) It's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers, 
How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's Houston. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with the 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. It's Battle Red Radio, Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Here's more of Texans All Access. John Harris, Mark Vandermeer here on a Monday edition of Texans All Access, 11 days away from training camp today, going or training camp live going at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Now, Mark, I I say that 8 o'clock. There are no changes in the schedule. We're going, we're starting that 8 a.m. Yeah, 8 a.m. a week from Friday. Yep. A week from Friday, it starts okay. at 8 a.m. Uh, that Saturday, the next day, we'll have a four-hour special from 2 to 6. Look, we, we, you're going to need uh, to write all this down, everybody. So I'll wait till everyone has a number two pencil. Uh, you can fill it out in triplicate, the forms that we'll give. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to give you the schedule. Don't worry. You won't miss a thing. It's going to be awesome. So am I doing that 2 to 6? Uh <laughs> I mean, I can. I just want that information I mean, is given out on a need-to-know basis okay. only. All right. All right. Okay. Now that right. first Saturday, you'll you'll appear, but right. it'll be Sean, Seth, and Clint. Okay. Okay. And Sean will be on the whole time. Seth and Clint rotate. You'll be popping in the next day. It'll okay. be Wade and Cecil, and we'll pop in on that show, and okay. then we'll get back to it on Monday because you and I are on nice. three hours a day, all spread out, yeah, writing yeah. articles, doing TV shows. It's going to be a great time. Okay. I just. Just, just making sure. I mean, I don't. You know me. I mean, if I know. You you tell me. It's hey, you got to be on from six to midnight tonight. All right, cool. Whatever we got to yep, do, yep. let's go. You'll let's roll. It. You'll do it. Uh, and we'll do that. Mark, I the the one thing with COVID nineteen that we've seen in the league with we've seen that reserve list players going on that we hadn't seen for a while were any quarterbacks, and then over the weekend we saw two quarterbacks go on that list. Two that actually the Texans will end up playing. Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford, and Jacksonville Jaguar, Gardner Minshew. Now, if you would have said, all right, give me odds on <laughs> of the quarterbacks the Texans are going to face, who would end up with COVID? Gardner Minshew would have been at the top of my list. 
Matt Stafford yep. would not have been at the nope. top of my list um, at all. I, I don't say I was shocked with to, to hear that uh, about them, and obviously you don't want anybody to end up with COVID, but, man, the timing of it, just as you're getting into camp, especially those two teams in particular, I the Jags are a little different because it did feel like there was kind of this movement already towards youth. But the Detroit Lions have got to win. They have oh, yeah. absolutely – Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn need to win. What's your gut reaction when you saw that news? Well, look, it's, a, it's August 3rd, right? A month from now, you still will be over a week away from your opener. All right, if you're those teams. Wow, now, for yeah. the Houston Texans, they open September 10th, so do the math. A month from now, they'll be a week away from their opener. So you have a lot of time to recover from it. Let's hope they don't get sick and they're asymptomatic or whatever. Uh, yeah, I talked to more and more people who know people who've had it or whatever, and obviously it's varying degrees. Uh, very often asymptomatic, sometimes a little bit worse, sometimes a, a lot worse. You know, I noticed hospitalizations were down again in Houston. They're trending down. This is very good news. ICU is full, but it was into phase two up to 35% or so, and now phase two is all the way down to zero. Now that could go back up again. But I think everything's trending in the right direction here, and you have to hope that you know, eventually we get this thing down. But it's it's going to be there all year. You know, the concern will be there all year, and you you have to battle it. And Doug Peterson, Eagles head coach, also yep. diagnosed with COVID. He is asymptomatic. And the coaches bring up um, kind of a whole different ball of wax. Each each uh, organization has got an assistant head coach, and they I would mm-hmm. imagine that's one of the first things that they talked about, Bill O'Brien and his staff. Look, if this happens to me, this is how we're going to go about it. If it happens to you, this is how we're going to go about it. If it happens to you, this is how we're going to go about it. I would imagine they've got plans every which way for it to happen. Okay, Mark, this is a fun show. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have more for you. We've got Whitney Marshall and Randall Cobb talking to the media, so hopefully we'll do some Texas Audio Jukebox tomorrow to hear from mm-hmm. those two guys as well. Thanks to Brandon and Studi for stepping in tonight. Pinch hitting for Joanna. To all you for listening, thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. What do 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have in common? They're all members of Houston's most exclusive professional network, Texans Lux. Whether your company has 10,000 worldwide employees or 50 based in Houston, businesses large and small appreciate the opportunities Lux provides them to network with other professionals. 
And best of all, Lux membership includes a suite for each Houston Texans home game. Find out how you can use a Lux membership to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your teenager to help around the house? Okay, Mom, I emptied the dishwasher, vacuumed the basement, and folded the sheets out of the dryer. Wait, what? Oh, and next, I'm going to clean Mitten's litter box. Are we in some kind of prank show or something? That's a camera, isn't it? There's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit GEICO.com for details. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Lots more to break down. He's in. Touchdown, Houston. Next on Texans Radio. Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Hey, Texans fans. Are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football, all for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. 
Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Calling all superheroes. At the Felchin Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children that I've ever had, and I'm very, very pleased about it. Um, I mean, my body feels as good as, as it's felt since probably 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. So I'm really looking forward to getting into camp. Uh, and just getting to work. Mark, when you heard that, I i mean, just listen to J.J. as he started the press conference, and I don't know where that cut fell in the list of, of his discussion points, but when he said his body felt as good as it had in 14 and 15, I knew that caught, year. it caught my attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, yep. that's tremendous news. Now, I know in 2018 – he had come back, obviously, off the two years of, of uh, injury. Uh, in 16, he had the core issue and then the back. And then he had, in 2017, the uh, leg injury. And then he came back in 2018. And he was, you know, when you come off an injury and you rehab that injury, I don't know that you ever feel like you're at 100%. And last year was a little different with the injury. He had a pec injury. And actually, he was able to come back and play in the two playoff games. But when he said... My body feels as good as 14 or 15. I kind of sat up in my chair and went, oh, okay, all right. This is what we wanted to hear. And obviously, look, I mean, it takes one play, as we found out in the Kansas City game. It just takes one play. He was in great shape in 2017, and it can just take one play. That's all it takes. I mean, obviously, last year, the pec injury is the same thing. But to hear that he was and his body has felt as good as it did in 14 or 15, that was good to hear. Well, it's year 10, Johnny, and it doesn't last forever, and he knows that. I remember interviewing him in year five, and I said, look, you're going to play for a long time, but, you know, here you are in year five. I mean, how does that feel? It's, you know, you're halfway through a decade, and he said, yeah, I'm starting to think about that. You know, and he was thinking about it then because he's a very aware person, as we all know, life plan, as Sean Cody and Connor Barwin once told me when he was a rookie. Uh, So here is Watt year 10. He knows that it can't go on forever. He wants to have a huge season, and he always does. Uh, but you just feel that there's something special on the horizon here with him uh, after a tremendous offseason of, of working out. Now we have football to play, though, so it's a little bit different. We all know that. Just got to find a way to get through it. You know, every team, by the way, I know people think it's a broken record. Kids, a record was something you spun on a turntable, played music, whatever, and sometimes it would scratch and uh, the repeat itself. But I know it's a broken record to some, you know, by saying a guy's got to stay healthy. Uh, but Watt's certainly in that category, too. I mean, everybody does. But Watt's certainly in that category, too, because three of the last four years, he's had this season-ending injury. Last year, he came back for the postseason, as we all know. So he'll be the first one to tell you that is paramount. Uh, so you know he devoted his entire offseason to doing whatever he could to try to assure that as much as possible. And those pesky OTAs in minicamps that would get in the way, seemingly, did not get in the way. So he had more time to rebuild his body, and he yeah. talked about rebuilding his body with his trainer, Ben Fairchild, this offseason. 
Ben's been incredible. Ben's done a great job. Uh, he's been part of the transformation that fully, you know, we sat down in January and we talked about the goals for the offseason. And the goal was to completely rebuild my body from the ground up, um, to break it all the way down, to learn what we need to do, what we need to change, how we need to change a training program. And uh, we rebuilt it from the very simplest steps in the foundation all the way up to where we are today. Um, and he's done an incredible job, and I'm, I'm fortunate to have him as a good trainer. And the, the yeah. staff here has done a good job, too. Mike Eubanks has done a great job uh, implementing things from here forward. So I'm really looking forward to this season. Johnny, does this mean that Watt became this sort of 100-pound person? Like, he, he thinned out? Because like, when he says he rebuilt it from the ground up, uh, you know, I'm having images of, like, Watt becoming this really skinny dude, like me maybe, you know, and then building it all the way back. He doesn't, he doesn't mean that, does he? No, I don't think he took it to, okay. to that level. Basically what it feels like is he has, like, a 40,000-square-foot mansion, mm-hmm. and they just moved everything out of the mansion – and then they kind of repainted, fixed up some things, and kind of put it all back in. It's like, oh, man, this looks better than new. Look at this. New paint, new new spindles, new handles on all the doors. Oh, they put some subway top. It's like that's what they did. He's got a mm. mansion, and they just went through every room and kind of just took it one room at a time and put it all back together. And now hopefully he's ready to go. So, yeah, I don't think he went down to a 100-pound weakling and then got mm-hmm. it back up to 290. But I don't know. I've seen him. I saw him today, actually, when I went up to go do my uh, my COVID testing, and he was coming in shortly after I did. And I just – you know, I see him, and, I've you know, I've seen him in the building since 2014. He didn't look any different than 2014. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He looks – he looks – he just looks the same. So, I, it's, you know, it's hard to tell, but then you just – you know, proof's in the pudding – when he gets out on the field and how long he can go, the endurance and the strength for how long. I mean, that obviously ends up being the key. Beyond that, well, beyond that, it's – or in addition to that, I should say, is having players – and this is something that didn't come up, and I'm, and I'm curious, because the one thing that J.J. over the years is known for doing is not coming off the field. Not coming off the field. And he's talked about that in training camp. He's like, look, when I'm out, when I'm out and dressed – I want to be in the practice. So they came up with a plan for him last year in training camp, and that was if J.J.'s li- reps are going to be limited, then they just hold him out of practice. And I think that's a, that's a good way to go. Now, obviously, you can't do that in games, but there was a great plan going into the Buffalo game, and that was he's going to be used sporadically in the first half. And then when it came to nut cutting time in the second half, and they really needed him. That's when he started up in his reps, and he had he had the conditioning uh, at that point to be able to to handle that in the second half. I don't know if you're going to do that every single game, but I think it's going to be paramount that guys step up to be able to give him rest, so JJ doesn't have to be on the field for 100 percent of the plays this year. And that I think, along with his conditioning, will help him going forward 16 games plus playoffs. Boy, guys like that, I don't know how you take them out. You know, if you're a coach, you can't you can't take them out. And every coach has faced that. There was a – I've told the story. I don't know if I've told it on the air. But Ball State, when I was at Central Michigan, it was a good basketball program. Uh, eventually, Bonzi Wells would star for them. Yeah. But earlier, they had a kid named Jamie Matthews, real good point guard. This team was winning the league almost every year back then. And the coach, uh, who was Dick Hunsaker, took over for Rick Majerus there – he would not start Jamie Matthews as point guard. And, you know, why wouldn't you start him? 
He said, because once he's in, I'm never taking him out. So I sub him in at the first media timeout, and then he plays the rest of the game. And I thought that was pretty funny because he had no self-control over (laughs) taking a star point guard out. It's kind of funny. That's amazing. Now, speaking Mm -hmm. of point guards, obviously the Texans have a good one in quarterback Deshaun Watson. J.J. was asked, what does it mean to have Watson on your side? I mean, he means an opportunity to win every game. I'm very fortunate to have a quarterback who – uh, will keep you in every game no matter what the situation and know that you go into a game with a chance to win every single game you play. Uh, he's a great player. He can make anything happen on the field. He can get out of any tough situation. Uh, you never feel like you're out of a game when you have him at quarterback. Um, does a great job leading that offense. Does a great job um, going out there and putting points on the board. And so my job as a defensive player and the defensive leader of the team is to do whatever possible to give him the ball so that he can go do what he does. Um, we just want to keep points off the board and give four the ball. That's well, of course, right. Watt loves give. he loves playing with him. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you got to. I mean, if you watch the any of the the highlights of the playoff game oh, yeah. and watched him JJ react with Deshaun, Deshaun with JJ, you, there's no question. I mean, but think about it, Mark. I mean, he went through a period uh, with you know Fitzy and Hoyer and Brock. Until you know Deshaun got there. Now, obviously, Shab was quarterback. You know, the first couple of years he was he was here, and then obviously things didn't go well at the end for Matt. And then kind of went through the journeyman stage, and all of a sudden he can look out there and go, "Okay, Sean's got this. Offense has got this. This isn't going to fall back on the defense's lap. It's going to be the offense has got this." Um, but the defense has to have learned something from that case he lost, and JJ talked about what he and they have learned from that loss in the playoffs. I think not learning from that situation would be uh, naive of us. I think that you have to understand what happened in that situation. You have to let that situation fuel you and let that fire build within you, knowing how terrible that felt. So, yeah, we have to learn from it, grow from it, um, and be able to handle what comes next after that. So, no, I don't think that we're necessarily ignoring it or moving on from it. Um, we learn from it, and then we grow and build off of it. So that's our goal, and I do think that learning from a situation like that does get us closer to where we want to be in terms of our goals of winning a championship. All right, let me give you something that I learned when I went back and watched that game again, Mark. What did you learn? I learned that the defense cannot allow a quarterback to get out of contain and hope to keep 51 points off the board, especially when you play a guy like Patrick Mahomes. What mm-hmm. is – when I went back and watched it, yes, everybody's like, oh, man, the Chiefs, 51 straight points and, uh, you know, or 51 to 7, the run that they had. And obviously the first few came on short field off the Miko Hardman return. The fake punt was a short field. Um, the fumble to kick off was a short field. Sure, there's no doubt. But if you watch for the rest of the game – you realize Patrick Mahomes got out of the pocket often. And whether it was ducking up inside an edge rusher and then getting out, or whether it was just going around an edge rusher, either way, Patrick Mahomes made a lot of plays in that game getting out of the pocket. Containment, it's huge. It's absolutely massive. The Texans have too many players up front to allow that to happen. They should force quarterbacks to have to throw from the well with a guy hanging all over him all year long. And I don't care who's back there, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, doesn't matter. The pass rush in particular has got to be 
discipline. And when J.J. is out for eight games, because of the way that he rushes the quarterback, and we've talked about this in previous years, the players sort of the rushers sort of feed off of him. J.J. kind of goes, and then people kind of react off of him. And that was kind of the M.O., and you could tell that wasn't kind of in full force. The guys out on the field, then you ended up a couple guys in the same gap, and then Patrick just takes off. They've got to be more disciplined in the pass rush, and they've got to keep quarterbacks in the well and contain them. And if they do that, okay, if he beats you, he beats you at that point. But don't let him get out of the pocket and create to beat you. And maybe that think- day, maybe Mahomes does it that day regardless, but there's got to be more discipline about that one particular thing more than anything else they do all year is that. Contain the quarterback in the well, especially a guy like Mahomes. It applies to Jackson. It applies to Mahomes. It applies to Watson, too. How do you think Buffalo felt a a split second before Watson escaped for one of the great plays in the history of the franchise when he scrambled out to the right and hit Taiwan Jones? Right, I mean, Buffalo, they had him seeing contained, those, they just missed the tackle. Th- yeah, those guys coming off the edge, yeah. they were like, if you get us freeze time right there, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so good. We're about to force third and very long. Uh, we're going to get the ball back. We're going to have a chance to win this playoff game. Nope, sorry, game over. Watson. Yeah. I think, Johnny, with a, da- a dynamic mobile quarterback, I still think you got to come after him from all directions. You no know? doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I'm not saying I'm not saying hold back. I'm not yep. saying just kind of play patty cake up front because you're scared of a guy getting dead. out around you. No, you're dead. you have to attack, but you have to attack intelligently. Mm-hmm. That you have to be able to do. If you can attack intelligently, and that's going to be put on Anthony Waver to be able to do that. But if they're able to do that, then uh, they're going to have an opportunity, especially if JJ's healthy, because he's going to draw so much attention. And we saw that in those first eight games. He drew a ton of attention. Now, J.J., unfortunately, and the Texans' defense, unfortunately, in a game like Indianapolis, he was, you know, he was doing his job up front, but they had no secondary guys because they were all banged up. So, anyhow, it's all got to work together. Bill O'Brien says all time, rush and coverage, but containment of the quarterback is huge. All right, let's go around the league. We'll save our over-unders for later in the week. Let's go around the league. Antonio Brown's fate, I don't want to say seemingly sealed, but – uh, there's at least a decision made and COVID strikes quarterbacks and head coach of the NFL. We'll talk about it all next right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. 
Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes at their own or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. Depelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. 